clap in your hands to Jesus. Church, I'm sure you can clap your hands better than this. Clap your hands and give Jesus praise. Oh, somebody, my level just changed. If you believe your level changed, somebody clap your hands and shout hallelujah. going to spend a little time to pray this morning before we get into the word of God. Are you ready to pray? All right. Did you receive the notice of what we are going to be praying about? Uh, oh, how many of you didn't you didn't receive it? You see, you didn't listen before. So you raise your hand. <laughs> how many of you did not receive a notice? Let me see. Yeah. You did not. Okay. All right. Interesting. But please give me the book of a scripture in the book of Ruth. Ruth chapter 4. Ruth chapter 4 verse 13. Let's do it quickly. Please hurry for me. Okay. Let me read it from here. The Bible says, okay. So Boaz took Ruth and she was his wife. And when he went in unto her, the Lord gave her conception. And she bare a son. Mm -hmm. And the woman said unto Naomi, Blessed be the Lord, which had not left thee this day without a kinsman, that his name may be famous in Israel. Look at this. The son Ruth gave birth to. Look at what he shall become. He shall be unto thee a restorer of thy life. May your children be a restorer of your life. Church, say amen. Say amen to that. Not only would that child be a restorer of life and a nourisher of your old age. I speak over your life. Your children will nourish you on your old age. Listen, if you came here this morning, you probably don't have a child yet. You probably are not married. But this prayer is important for you because you will surely marry in Jesus' name. Please, shout that amen like you came to church. Maybe you are married, but even when you marry, you will definitely have children. Clap your hands and shout that amen again. Oh, some of you mothers here, you will have grandchildren in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, no, no. I didn't say bring them forward. I just let them be in the service. All right? All right. So, we are going to pray. Now, this is what I want you to take note of. I wanted the children to be in the service whilst we pray before they are sent away. So, this is what we are going to do. I want you to lift up your hands with me and say, in the name of Jesus church let me hear your voice say in the name of Jesus, name of Jesus I, declare this morning I declare this morning that my seed shall be great, seed shall be great. my children shall be great, my shall be great. 
Say in the name of Jesus. My children shall bring restoration. My children shall nourish my life. I speak in the name of Jesus. That my seed, my children, my grandchildren, they shall not be useless. Hey, they shall not be useless. They shall not be wasted. In the name of Jesus, as I pray, I declare, Lord, raise mighty children. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Everybody, open your mouth and pray. My children shall not be useless. They shall bring restoration to life. Restoration of life. Yes, everybody. Hey, my seed shall be great. My seed shall be great. Young man, pray. Young woman, pray. In the name of Jesus Christ. That when you give birth, when you have children, your children shall not be useless. Your children shall not be wasted. In the name of Jesus Christ. Adi Paradash. Linka Parada. Imparandi Kavalita. Ayabashanda Kabaladabaya. Linka de Paradabaya. Everybody lift up your voice and pray. In the name of Jesus Christ. My children shall be mighty upon the earth. They shall be restorers of life. Yes. They shall nourish us in our old age. My children shall nourish me. They shall nourish us in our old age. Eya paradabaya. Makudi paradas. Likadabaya. Lifalima tula bahaya. Everybody here, lift up your voice and pray. In the name of Jesus Christ, your children shall nourish your life. Your children shall bring restoration. Your children shall nourish your life. Your children shall bring restoration. In the name of Jesus, our children shall wipe away our tears. Our children shall open their doors for us. Our children shall bring us joy. Our children shall bring us peace. Our children shall bring us happiness. In the name of Jesus Christ, lift up your prayer. Come on, church, lift up your voice and pray. Ayata balada, lika bada bashanda kabahaya, lika di barada, liprende kepayada, la suta la bahaya, iparita, iparosha, lifalimos, adiparos, lipra sunika balita, liko di barata, eparindo shaliba, lipra basute la bahata, lifalimosha, liparanda kapayata. In the name of Jesus, Ayatapaladadabaya. In the name of Jesus. The mistake a lot of parents made was that they were waiting that they will have children before they pray for them. But you see, one of the things God did by showing us the importance of speaking into the future is in the book of Genesis. When he said to Abraham, I will bless you and I will bless thy seed. At this time, Abraham did not have a child. Waiting to have children before you pray for them is an error. It's a, it's a spiritual mistake. Now, so a lot of children 
by the time they were born, a net was already cast to take their feet. I'm speaking here tonight, this morning. Any child that a net has been cast for them, I declare in the name of Jesus, they will escape that trap. Come on, clap your hands and shout that amen. Amen. You are going to pray. You are going to pray. So listen, you may probably be 10 years old here, 15 years old, 18, 20 years old here. You will have children. One amen. I said, you will have children. And so pray this prayer. And when the time comes, your children will be on the highway of success. Give me this scripture on the screen quickly. Malachi chapter 4 verse 6. Malachi 4 6. It talks about sending the spirit of Elijah. Alright. And it says, And he shall turn the hearts of the fathers to the children. And the hearts of the children to their fathers. Lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. Lift up your hands with me. Please pray this prayer aggressively. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and say, In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father. Father. Turn the hearts. Turn the hearts. Of my children. Of my children. Of their children. Of their children. To their parents. To their parents. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let the hearts. Let the hearts. Of parents. Of parents. Return. Return. To children. To children. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Any rebellion. Any rebellion. Of children. Of children. Against parents. Against parents. As I pray. As I pray. Let that spirit. Let that spirit. Be arrested. Be arrested. I bind it. Come on, shout it. Say, I bind it. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray that prayer. Lift up your voice and pray that prayer. Lift up your voice and pray. Father, return the hearts of children to fathers. Let the hearts of children be returned to their fathers. Let the hearts of fathers in it. We declare our children are released. Our children are delivered. Our children are free from the spirit. I declare my children shall not repair. Are you sure what you are saying? Shout and say, my children shall not repair. Say, my children, you will not bring shame. You will not bring disappointment. You will not bring reproach. You will not bring disgrace. Shout and say, my children, you shall bring me honor. You shall bring me honor. You shall bring honor to the family. Come on, shout and say, my children, you shall bring honor. Clap your hands and shout amen three times. Quickly give me the scripture. Quick, 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 quick. Genesis 26, 34 and 35. Genesis 26. Hurry up, hurry up. Genesis 26, 34. Listen. <laughs> there are parents who, when they look at their children, they want to die. Do you know what I'm talking about? 
there are parents that when they see some of the things their children do, it's like their spirit leaves them. A parent was telling me, he said, sometimes, and he's a man, he said, I can sometimes stay in my room and I cry because of my son. Papa Penimu, just because of my son, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Anytime you think of your children, may you laugh in the name of Jesus Christ. When you step out of your room and people call you Kofi Papa, Raymond Papa, Maswa Papa, your shoulder pad should go high because you feel honored and blessed. That shall be your story in the name of Jesus. Come on, shout that amen like you are the one. Look at, look at what Esau did to the, his parents. When Esau was 40 years old, when he took to wife Judith, the daughter of Barry, the Hittite, and Bashman, the daughter of Elon the Hittite, he married two Hittite women, mm-hmm, which were a grief of mind to Isaac and to Rebekah. It was a grief. It was painful to his father and mother. Lift up your hands, everybody. Say in the name of Jesus. Please pray. Why? Just pray. Just pray. Sometimes things happen in, the, in life. Just pray. You know, this is public knowledge. Look at me, let me tell you this thing. This is public knowledge. Recently, a certain gentleman, a very fine gentleman, he used to speak against government and stuff like that. And then somebody came up and told him that if he knows how to, what, 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 he should go and talk, he should go and advise his son who is a gay. How many of you saw that story? And when they interviewed a man about this, he said, sometimes it is not what you want that you get. And you see, the heart of a father, I know a friend who knows that man, he said, when he met him, he said, look, gentlemen, we pray for you people. As for my son, he's my son. I can't throw him away. But, It will never happen to us. Lift up your hands. Pray this prayer. Pray it. If you have the picture of your children here, take it in your hands and pray it. I have mine on my tablet. But take it and pray it. Pray. Hurry up. Hurry up. Please hurry up. We are behind time. I'm going to finish and preach. Yeah. Take it. And lift them before God. Some of you, if your children are already going wayward, lay this picture on the altar today. You can leave it on the altar till after I finish preaching. When we close there, you take the picture away. But somehow, when you lay the picture, don't, don't show it so that somebody will come and see who the person is. Just turn it upside down. But lay it. Lift it up. Lift it up. Say in the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I declare. I declare. In the spirit of Esau. In the spirit of Esau. That brings pain to parents. In the name of Jesus, I declare you are bound. Spirit of disobedience, waywardness, you are arrested. I curse you. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and pray for your children. 
Lift up your voice and pray for your children. Mention them by name. Mention your children's name. Mention them. Mention their names. Yes, if you don't have a child yet, mention. Mention. Yes, whatever name you want to give them. Maybe you want to call them Kofi. Maybe you want to call them Kofu. Maybe you want to call them Kofi. Lift up your prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. Today we pray. My Father, the spirit of Esau, the spirit of Esau, she will not prevail in my children's lives. The spirit of disobedience, disobedience to parents, disobedience to the wishes of your father. In the name of Jesus Christ, I declare none of my children, my biological children, my adopted children, my nieces, my spiritual children, none of them shall bring pain, shall bring shame, they shall not grieve, they shall not bring grief. In the name of Jesus Christ, I bind the spirit of Esau. I command it out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out. Out. In the name of Jesus Christ. Diva Limosha, Diva Limotira, Riba Suka Bahaya, Eya Parikosha, Libresa Daba, Riba Dabaya, Aya Paradabaya, Riba Dabaya, Rapa Shadabaya, Rika Dabaya, Rapayada, Rapayada Dada, Rapayada, Rapa Shadabaya. Two before we quickly enter into the word in Isaiah 49, verse 25, he said, That's yes, the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away, and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. For I, I will contend with him that contended with thee, and I will save. He will save who? No, no, save my children. He will save who? My children, say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Shout it like your voice is yours. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, Lord, save my children. Save my children. Let our children. Let our children. Not backslide. Not backslide. Say, Lord, Lord, anything, anything in the family, in the family, assigned to bring my children down. Now in life, I bind it. Come on, say, I bind it. Say in the name of Jesus. Anything. Spiritual projections. Demonic attacks. I bind you. Witchcraft attacks. Evil dreams. Against my children. 
Say as I pray right now, right now, cut fire, cut fire, cut fire, cut fire. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Ayatabaya. Save my children. Save our children. Pray, save my children, save my children, traps, save them from traps, save them from evil, save them from hostility, save them from failure, save them from demonic attacks. Yes, in the name of Jesus, save my children. join. Lady Jifa join. Quickly. We are going to lay hands on the children. Hurry up. Is that, yes, hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up. Our children will do well in the name of Jesus Christ. Save our children. Listen, I'm going to read this last prayer. And as we do, please make sure you are praying. It says, in Isaiah chapter 43 verse 19 it says behold I will do a new thing may God do new things in the lives of our children it says now it shall spring forth ye shall not know it shall you not know it it says I will even make a way in the wilderness 
and rivers in the desert. Lift up your hands. Say in the name of Jesus. Everybody raise your voice like thunder. Say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father. Father. Make a way for my children. Make a way for my children. Hey, Say, Father. Father. Make a way. Make a way for our children. Our children. Make a way. Make a way in their marriage. In their marriage. In their career. Make a way. Make a way in their finances. Make a way in their health. Make a way in their education. In their academics. Make a way in their travel. Make a way in their future. Make a way in their success. Make a way. Lift up your voice and pray right now. Lift up your voice. Lay hands on them. Touch them. Touch the children. Yes. As they pray for you, go back. Children, go back. Yes. Make a way. Father, make a way. Father, make a way. Father, make a way. Father, make a way. In their lives, make a way, make a way, make a way, make a way. Eradie, be a fire. Atube be a fire. Father, make a way, make a way. Kadi para da fire, limpa shada fire, rapa shada la fire. Make a way, Lord. Make a way, Lord. Hey, Pastor Sali, pray for him. Pray for him. Yes, make a way. Away. I are you praying? Are you praying? Declare it. Make a way in your marriage. Make a way in your career. Make a way in your finances. Make a way in your health. Make a way. Yes. 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 Make a way in your education. In your academics. Make a way, Lord. When it is time to travel, make a way in your future. Make a way, hey, Adapaya. Make a way. Lift up your hands. I'm going to say a prayer. Please agree with me. Agree with me. Your children and my children will be a million times better than us in the name of Jesus. As I make this prayer, shout that amen. Don't just shout amen with your vocal voice, but let your spirit and your soul agree with their declarations and say amen to it. possible to take their children's picture. Take it up again. Take it up again. Take it up again. Yeah. Lift up. Are you ready, please? I was waiting for you to take the pictures. So if you are ready. 
Those of you who don't have children yet, picture your children. You want two girls. One boy. Or you want three girls. Or you want three boys. Picture them. Even as we pray. And just close your eyes. See it in the spirit. Agree with your spirit and your soul. That it shall be done. And it shall be done. Father, in the name of Jesus. We release the blood to cover our children. We invoke Isaiah chapter 49 verse 25 over our children. You said, for you will contend with him that contends with us. And you will save our children. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask this morning, save our children. Save our children from the evil one in Jesus' name. Save them from bad friends in the name of Jesus. Save them from bad influences in the name of Jesus. Save our children from demonic pollutions in the name of Jesus. Let that amen sound louder. Any child represented in this house, those who have gone astray, Lord, even those who are here presently, Father, by your grace, by your mercy, restore our children. Hey, restore the hearts of the children back to their parents in the name of Jesus. And let the hearts of the parents be restored back to their children in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, Father, we ask of you in accordance to your word that Lord make a way for our children in the name of Jesus in this hard generation in this turbulent generation in this unpredictable generation in the name of Jesus we declare this morning make a way for their future ah, yeah, 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 yeah. somebody I said father make a way for their future make a way for their destinies make a way for them in marriage Make a way for them financially. Make a way for them in their career. Father, make a way. In the name of Jesus. And we pray. That our children will never be failures in Jesus' name. Oh, I said that your children, they will never be failures in the name of Jesus Christ. We speak to the four corners of the earth. That success will be their portion. In Africa, success will find them. In Asia, success will find them. In America, success will find them. In Europe, success will find them. In Australia, success will find them. Wherever they go, success will find them. We pray for favor. Favor our children. Honor our children. We speak blessings for them. Our children will be great. The one saying that, amen, that shall be your story. I said, our children shall be great. They shall be great in this country. They shall be great in whatever country they are. In the name of Jesus, our God, arise over our children. Let them shine like the stars of heaven 
Let the thing that brings great men and women down. Let those things bow to our children. And let all men say that God is good and his mercies are forever and ever. Somebody shout your loudest amen three times. Again. For the third time. Come on somebody give Jesus a shout of praise in the house. I can't hear you. I said shout for joy in the house. Jessica, quickly lift up your lift up your hands. I'll preach a very powerful sermon. Don't worry. Don't worry. Lift up your hands, everybody. If you want to sing it, it's on the screen. You can join us. Listen, I put some envelopes on the platform, on the altar here. I want you to pick one and sow a special seed for your children. Is that okay? If you have the seed here, just put that seed in right now. If what you want to sow is not what you have here, take it back, but make sure you bring it. In returning it, just write the names, maybe just the first names of your children. Just write it on the envelope and just drop it on the altar. Quickly, let's do this. Let's go. If you are watching us, if you are watching us on Facebook, put up the, 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 the information on the screen. You can also send a seed for your children. Do it now.
If yours is ready, bring it now. If it's not ready, you can bring it on Sunday. Lift up your Bible. Lift up your Bible. Lift up your Bible. Say, this is my Bible. It is the word of God. I believe what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I'm not a hearer only. I'm a doer of the word. Say, by this word, my life is blessed. I'm changed from glory to glory. In Jesus' name, wave your Bible and shout a big amen. God bless you. So I'm going to go back on our subject for the month, the month of impact, and deal with or continue from where we left off last week in a few minutes. Please note this. Once the service is ongoing, if your, if your envelope is ready, just drop it on the altar. All right? I'm going to be very brief, so please give me all of your attention if it's possible. Glory to Jesus. Is somebody blessed this morning? Wave your hands and say, thank you, Jesus. Oh, say, my children are a blessing. Hey, are you sure? Say, no, Canadian. Say, my children, they are a blessing. Ah, 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 they are blessed. They are blessed. Blessed. They are a blessing. I'm going to start off this morning by giving us some statistics from two different research groups. Very, very popular research institutions. The first one is called the Banner Group. And the second one is called Gallup Polls. How many of you have heard Gallup Polls before? If you're in Ghana, I'm sure by now you know Gallup Polls. Anytime we are going to do elections, they'll release a poll they've done as to who will win and who will not win. It's a very, very reputable um, institution. But in this poll from Banner Group, they published a research in March 2022. And this is what they said. They said by January 2021, 29% of full-time pastors thought of quitting ministry. In 2021, January, 29% of full-time pastors contemplated quitting full-time quitting ministry. By 2022, the figure had grown from 29% to 42%. So by 2022, 42% of full-time pastors were thinking of quitting ministry. And these are the reasons they gave or some of the things they found out in their research. 56% said 56% of these pastors who want to quit ministry said they want to quit because of the immense stress of their pastoral work. 43% of pastors said they feel lonely and isolated. These are the reasons they're given for wanting to quit ministry. 38% said because of the current political divisions in the church, i.e. church politics, 
and divisions or confusion in the church. So sometimes when you are creating confusion in the church and you are dividing the church, what you are doing is that you are sacking somebody from ministry. 29% of these pastors said they were unhappy with the effect the ministry is having on their families. 21% said they don't feel respected by their congregation. The reasons they gave are quite many. I will just, you know, summarize them because I can't go through all. Gallup polls also came out with this. They said 90% of effective pastors work 55 to 75 hours a week. The normal, please put your phone on silence. Is that okay? The normal working hours, the average is about 40 hours. Am I right? Yeah, those of you who work in the bank and things like that. Is that correct? Yeah, eight hours a day, isn't it? Yeah. So normally, people are supposed to work 40 hours in a week. But the average pastor or the effective pastor works between 55 to 75 hours. 84% of pastors feel they are on call 24-7, 24 hours in a day. As in, they feel that their members can call them or do call them at any time of the day. Anytime they are in trouble, they will call them. 80% feel ministry has negatively affected their families and their children don't go to church regularly. These are pastors speaking. 57% of pastors believe they do not receive a livable wage. Meaning that their income or what they are paid as pastors is not able to help them survive. Another 55, again 55% said of the pastor said they are unable to pay their bills. 75% of pastors report significant stress related crisis at least once a year. Let me say that again. 75% of pastors report significant stress related crisis at least once a year. Stress related crisis. It means that they get into crisis with their health and those sicknesses are stress related. Are you here with me? Alright. 70% of pastors do not have someone they consider to be a close friend. 27% of pastors report not having one to turn to in their crisis situation. 27% of pastors say they don't have anybody they can turn to when they are in crisis. 84% of pastors desire to have a close fellowship with someone they can trust and confide in. 50% of pastors are unhealthy, overweight, do not exercise, and have all kinds of disease like diabetes, blood pressure, and heart problems. Over 50% of pastors have these conditions. It is not in the poll, but I've heard it over and over again that some of the professions whose members die very early include pastors and doctors. Doctors 
it is said that their life expectancy are very low because due to the rigorous, stressful nature of their work, and most pastors die early because of their, the stressful nature of their work plus emotional stress, disappointments, heartbreaks, and so on and so forth. And then, this is the one that killed me. The profession of pastors is near the bottom of a survey of most respected professions. Just above the car salesman. That's what it means. When they did a survey of most respected professions in the world, when they did a survey, the survey was to show which kind of professions are most respected in the world. The pastor was one of the least. It was only above those who sell cars. <laughs> car salesman. Yeah. Of course, in Ghana, we don't compile too many polls. So most of these polls are from outside the country. But it will not be too far from what it is. I mean, recently you heard my friend who came here to preach who said that he doesn't want people to call him prophet. How many of you remember? Yeah. And I know people who, when they go to an office, they don't introduce themselves as pastors. Because immediately you say you are a pastor, people think that you are either a thief or something. The devil is a liar. I said the devil is a liar. Now, Last week, we quoted from Matthew chapter 10, verse 41, where Jesus said, He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. Your pastor or your spiritual head is also your prophet. You can write it down. My pastor is my prophet. There are people, you know, sometimes somebody can be in a church and he will be under a pastor who has never prophesied before. So he says, no, 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 he's not a prophet. I need to have a prophet. So you are his pastor in church, but he has a prophet outside. <laughs> but that is not what Jesus taught. That's not what Jesus taught. Your pastor is not greater than how you receive him. Write it down. If you receive him as a prophet, you get a prophet's reward. So, the greatness and the anointing of your pastor is according to how you receive him. No matter how anointed your pastor is, if you receive him as an ordinary person, the anointing won't work for you. i give you an example in the Bible. Moses went up to the mountain, Mount Sinai, and he stayed there for how many days? Talk to me, church. He stayed there for how many days? 40 days. Okay, he stayed there for 40 days. And that 40 days, he was just with God for 40 days. He was so anointed to the extent that when he was coming down, his face was glowing to the extent that they had to cover his face with a veil. Else the people would not be able to look into his face. And here comes Moses, fully anointed, bringing them commandments. And the people 
had received a calf, an idol, better than they would receive him. The gift Moses brought from the mountain, instead of blessing the people, what happened to it? Come on, talk to me. What happened to it? He broke it. So your pastor could be anointed, but if you cannot receive him, he cannot be a blessing unto you. And everybody here, God may have even destined to heal you. God would have destined to do something in your life. But he will always use a man. Tell somebody, God will always use a man. Oh, come on. Somebody talk to me. Tell somebody, God will always use a man. I'm using the word man in a generic form. Alright? But God will always use somebody. So God wants to heal you. God has planned. God had planned he will heal blind Bartimaeus. But he needed to use a human vessel. May you not miss that opportune time in the name of Jesus Christ. So, your blessing is in the mouth of your pastor or your prophet. Write it down. Your blessing, my blessing is in the mouth of my pastor. It's in the mouth of my prophet. Hannah prayed every year in Shiloh. First Samuel chapter 1, chapter 2. You see it there. She prayed every year. She went to Shiloh to pray. Every year, she went to Shiloh to pray. Every year, she would go to Shiloh. She would pray. Every year, she would go to Shiloh. She would pray. She did it for years and had no miracle, had no testimony. Until one day, she encountered the priest of God when prophet Eli said, Woman, go in peace. The Lord grant you your request. Exactly a year after the prophet had spoken, Hannah returned with the child. Your blessing is in the mouth of your prophets. I thought you were clapping your hands and saying an amen to that. But hear this. A pastor or your man of God whose instruction you don't value, his prayer or prophecy won't work for you. Any servant of God whose instruction you don't value, his prayer won't work for you. His prophecy won't work for you. He can see visions. He can see dreams. That is why when Naaman was going to be healed of his leprosy and he despised the instruction, that thing had to be corrected before she would receive a, he would receive a miracle. So when he said, ah, what do you mean by that? I should go and bath in the river. Then the daughter said, or the, the maid servant said to him, say, master, stop this. If the man of God had told you to do something more rigorous or difficult, you would have obeyed. Please. So that correction was necessary before Naaman could receive his healing. Any pastor whose instruction you despise, you don't value, his prayer won't work for you. So there are a lot of church members who are saying that, oh, as for my pastor, my pastor is not anointed. My pastor is not this. Listen, if you can value his instructions, his prayer will be valuable in your life. I pray for you in the name of Jesus Christ. May the prayer from this altar work for you in Jesus' name. Please say that amen like you came to church. I said, may the prayer from this altar work for you. So, you are not supposed to be a part of any group of persons who mock and despise your man of God. 
Don't ever be a part of it. Don't ever be a part of it. Any group of persons, tell somebody, look into somebody's eyes and tell the person, don't ever be part of that. Oh, say, don't ever be part. You are dead, then people bring stories. Hey, what did the Archbishop Akoye? What did the Akoye? Making mockery of your man of God, then you want to be a part of it. God forbid. I said, God forbid. Go home. Making mockery of the things we do. Your pastor. Now the next Sihonomo Ebetrichino. If you have done that in the past, may God forgive you. But time will not permit me to give you countless examples in scripture from both the Old Testament and the New Testament and how God dealt with it. Is somebody here with me today? Rather, according to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 12. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 12. Paul said, We beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly. Esteem them what? I'm not hearing you. Esteem them what? In love. For what? For their work's sake. It is not just because they were born on a particular day or they, are, they came from the moon or something. He says that the reason why you esteem them, it is because of the kind of work they do. He says, so because of that, esteem them highly. It is what you respect that you attract. You came to this church. By the time you have spent five years, ten years, God will lift you from zero to hero. Ah, yadaba. I said, you will be that person. I see by the spiritual impact of this altar, you will break every negative barrier in your family. You will cross every line in your family. You will do what nobody has been able to do in your family. Come on, clap your hands and shout, I am the one. Somebody says, spiritual impact. So in Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 17, he says, Son of man. I have made thee a watchman unto this house of Israel. So, a man of God is a watchman. It's a watchman to your house. To your house. One day, Israel was engaged in a battle. They were fighting. A very fierce battle. And they were conquering their enemies, even though they were few in number and the enemy was more in number more sophisticated in weapons but Israel was winning the battle and they didn't understand but the Bible gave us the background to understand that while the battle was going on, Moses was up there with Aaron and her on the mountaintop and the Bible says that Moses' hands was lifted up and as long as his hands remained up Israel will win the battle but any time Moses will get tired and he will begin to drop his hands Israel will begin to lose the battle. Sometimes, when you step out there and all things are working together for your good, and God is delivering you from evil, opening a door for you, blessing your life, blessing your children, hear me, child of God, there is a Moses 
who is on top of the mountain, lifting up his hands, crying morning and afternoon, crying night and noonday, and saying that God, let that woman succeed, let that house succeed. They will not die. That accident will not happen to them. So sometimes when you go and you come back and it is well with you, it is not because we are the most experienced driver. It is not because we are most experienced in skill. It is not because you are more eloquent than others. It is not because we are better human being than others. But it is because there was a Moses whose hands was always lifted up for you praying for you. The other day prophet Samuel said, he said it is a sin for me that I do not pray for you. I pray for you on this altar and I ask my father in heaven by the God of the oil upon my father Ajinasari that in this house God will bless your life and change your destiny. That God will lift you up from nobody and he will make you a somebody. That anybody who was laughing at you, it is just a matter of time. They will look at you and they will say, see what the Lord has done. I speak over your life today. If you receive me as your prophet, I speak promotion for you. I speak miracle marriages for you. I speak blessings for you. I speak opportunities for you. I speak favor for you. I speak promotion in your workplace. May God bless you beyond your wildest imagination. Somebody clap your hands and shout a big amen. Yeah. Yeah. Lift up your hand and say, My blessing is in the mouth of my prophets. Oh, because in the book of Hosea, Hosea chapter 12 verse 13, he says, by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. That is why you can't be in a church and treat your pastor anyhow. Talk anyhow. Not compliant with instructions. No, it doesn't help you. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? Church, talk to me. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? He says, by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet, he preserved them. He preserved them. I'm going to continue in the second service. But this is where, before I end, the Bible instructs us. According to the book of Corinthians, Paul says that I was not a burden to the church. I was not a burden. I did not make myself a burden to you. No man of God worth his sort, called by God, will make himself a burden to the people. Make demands of people. Give me this. Give me that. What did you bring to the man of God? Why do you come for prayer without any offering? No. It is true. You don't appear. One of these is I'll teach on it. But it is true that you don't appear before any man of God with empty hands. It's in the Old Testament. It's in the New Testament. I, I will not touch it now, but I will go there one of these days. However, if somebody comes without an offering, does it mean we will not pray? Pray. Does it mean the prayer will not be from our heart? It will be from our heart. Does somebody understand what I'm talking about? However, there is something called the law of reciprocity. The law of reciprocity. Hey, brofo. Tell somebody this one is English. 
don't know how to break it down. Remember, huh? you went to a semi-good school. Akraka, somehow, yeah. Reciprocity, what other word will you use for it? Any synonym? Huh? Hand go, hand, I like that one. The law of hand go, hand come. <laughs> you, it explains it better, isn't it? All right, let me quickly kill it. Because impactful ministry must not struggle for resources to do the work of ministry. Impactful ministry. And the first example I'm going to give you in this service is the example of Jesus. Jesus is a perfect example. So whereas a man of God is not supposed to make himself a burden on the people, the people he leads must understand the law of hand go hand come. The law of reciprocity. It's important. It's important. What I'm teaching you today, teach your children. Yeah. In Luke chapter 8 verse 1. Luke 8 1. The Bible says, and it came to pass afterwards that when he went through every city and village preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God and the twelve were with him. Verse 2. And certain women, somebody say certain women. Oh, thank God for women. Somebody say it again. Say certain women. Certain women which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. It means that the ministry of Jesus had impacted them. Look at what the women did. Called Mary, called Magdalene, out of whom seven spirits went out, seven devils went out, and Joanna, wife of Chusa, Herod's steward. This is a big woman. <laughs> and Susanna, and many others. Somebody said many others. Which ministered unto him. They ministered unto who? Oh, talk to me. They ministered unto who? With what? Oh, come on, talk to me. They ministered to him with what? With their substances. These were people whose Jesus' ministry had blessed them. Some of them have received healing. Some of them have had their children who died raised back to life. Some of them were delivered from accidents. Some of them were shaped through one thing or the other. Some of them received salvation. Some of them, one good thing or the other. Some of them probably received direction. One blessing or the other. But the truth is that the ministry of Jesus had impacted them. The Bible says that these women and many more, they ministered to Jesus with their substances. With their substances. So, one of the ways to receive and to show appreciation to God is to minister to your pastor with your substance. Yeah. Minister with your substance. You know the research I read to you earlier on? When I was going through it, I found it somewhere last two weeks. I was just reading something, an article, and it popped up. So I started reading. I found it very, very interesting. And I've been reading along those lines, and it is serious. It is said that every month over 1,700 pastors quit ministry. Most of them are 
1,700 pastors quit ministry. We saw it. A great percentage of pastors say that they are unable to pay their bills. Some pastors don't have anybody to turn to in times of crisis. You know, was it last week I was having a conversation with you? Last week. Yeah. I was having a conversation with this man, Danny. His father is a pastor in the office and he was telling me some of the experiences, some, some of the things he saw growing up as a pastor's child. He said at a point, he didn't want to have anything to do with church again. He said one of his brothers at the point decided he wants to be a Muslim. You saw him this morning. Yeah. One of his brothers, he said he would rather be a Muslim. You can keep us in ministry. You can keep us in ministry. You can keep us to remain faithful in ministry. You understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I could have been a businessman like Brother Alfred or you know Pastor Beku you know but this one is a calling but there were people who ministered to Jesus with their substances do you minister to your man of God with your substance you eat everything who do you know you know you are not Made my brother, may you mean to put me in that sofa bomb pair, my May God bless you. In the second service, God willing, I'll continue further from there. But tell somebody, minister with your substance. Oh, come on, tell somebody, minister with your substance. I intentionally spoke, it's something I know, but I intentionally spoke to a number of pastors over the past two weeks, asking them one basic question. And every one of them said, if one particular pastor told me that nowadays I don't go to church with plenty of money, apart from my offering, I asked him why. He said, when I go to church, by the time I come back home, everything is gone. My wife would tell me sometimes, I took this amount of money in my back when we were going to church. By the time we return home, everything is gone. Then you are there maybe once a while. Somebody will see you and bless you. And when the person blesses you, by the time the person is blessing, no beach. <laughs> are, are you understanding what I'm talking about? Church, do you understand what I'm saying? Last time, when we closed service, I went to the office. Then my friend, um, Prophet Kofi Odru, called me. He said, Charlie, I'm lady to go to the office. I'm going to go to the office. I'm going to go to the office. I'm going to go to the office. I'm Tell somebody, minister with your substance. May we be one of those people. There's a man of God, I won't mention his name. He's doing excellently well. He said, one day somebody sent, God sent somebody to his church. He said, the guy said, 
Pastor, never think of money. Never pray about money. Just focus on prayer. Steady, come and bless us. Every month, I'm giving you X amount of money. Just focus on ministry. Now, most of the men of God and most of the churches you see doing excellently well. It is not because they are more anointed than other pastors. The ones you see and you admire is because people minister to their needs. Yeah. Now, let me say this without, without shame. I'm wearing a very nice dress, isn't it? Is it nice? Yeah. At least, I didn't have to think of where to buy a dress. See this gentleman here? Yeah. You saw it and said, Bishop, I think it will look good on you. Right. May God bless you to be a blessing. I bet people say, oh, Bishop, don't worry. No, it's not true. You, you won't. You say, oh, Bishop, why are you saying that? Ah. Why are you saying that? Hello? Please don't get it wrong. By the grace of God, by the mercies of Almighty God, I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry. By the grace of God, my family is not hungry. I'm not begging you for food. And I'm not begging anybody here for money. I'm only teaching you what is in the word of God. Did you see it in the scriptures? Oh, come on, talk. Did you see it in the scriptures? says they ministered unto him with their substances. Their names came into the records not for the miracle they received but for ministering to Jesus. Because everybody knows as for Jesus that he ministers to people. Oh, as for pastors, their work is to minister to people. Then somebody makes a new turn and says that you minister to me spiritual I will minister to you physical things. And their names appeared in record. When the history of this church is written, your name shall appear. Somebody clap your hands and give Jesus praise. Are you blessed this morning? Oh, come on. Are you, are you sure you are blessed this morning? Then give Jesus a better clap offering. I want you to bow down your head. Let's pray. If you are here this morning and it's a bishop, I want God to forgive me my sins. I don't want to go to hell. I want to make it to heaven. I want to repair the relationship between me and God. If you are here like that, please lift up one hand. Let me pray with you. If you are here, you want your sins forgiven. Quickly, please, wherever you are seated, lift up one hand and I'm going to pray with you. All right. If there is no hand, can we all rise to our feet? Let's all stand to our feet. Let's all stand to our feet. If, if there's anybody here for the first time today, can you wave your hand at me? You're here for the first time. Today's your first time here. Today's your first time here. Oh, yes, I see a hand up there. Yes, let's put our hands together. Can, can somebody help her come to me? Come, let me specially welcome you. Take your, take your Bible and come to me. Let me specially welcome you. Keep clapping for her till she comes down here. 
If you are here and today's your first time, please walk to me in front here. We want to specially welcome you. Oh, keep clapping for them. Our God is an awesome God he reigns from heaven above with wisdom power. Love our God is an awesome God. Come on, clap your hands. Let's welcome him. Our God. Wow. Wow. You see the way we're excited. It's because you came to church this morning. We love you. We appreciate you. Amen. Please, you see this gentleman, kindly follow him. He has something to say to you before you leave. God bless you. Thank you. Glory to Jesus. Please take out your second offering.